We're here on the KM Podcast. Ken Brown from WGI Radio, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Mr. Michael, how are you this week? All right, Ken Brown. Of course, we're talking Lions football. Oh, my goodness. What I call oh, you my the goodness. Uh, there was actually a game, there was actually yep. a crowd, there was actually a normal game day week kind of last Friday night at the. Uh, Ford Field Fiesta Palace. Uh, tell us, what was the uh, atmosphere like? You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Kenny, because it was different than a lot of the preseason games I've covered in the past and in the recent past. Even last year, it wasn't, I didn't get the feeling at all that these were people in who were there because they had, you know, season tickets or whatever, and they, oh, we're going to go watch a little bit of this, then we'll get something to eat or whatever. You've been in there. You know what it's like when the crowd's just really not into the game. They were into the game from the introductions to the very end. It was it was really a neat atmosphere. It really was. All right. Well, I'm, anybody who's going to get excited or emotional about an ex, uh, exhibition game, well, just stop right now. I'm just well, letting Kenny, this out right now. Just stop. Listen, Kenny, they don't have to be emotional just to like entertainment. They no, no, I'm not talking about games. the fans. I'm talking about recapping of the game in the uh, analyst part. The fan part. I'm not talking about the fan part. I'm talking about as we recap an exhibition game. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about it, aren't we? Yeah, but I'm no, I'm talking about for those that overreact to the, oh, my goodness, the Lions are in for an 0-17 season because they lost a game. Or, oh, my goodness, the offensive line, the first team offense, but they're going to score 700 points. Okay, just – it's a preseason game. You know how you well, win a preseason game? You know well, if you come out nobody got seriously hurt. That's a well, win. That's, too, that's too, a listen, win. Well, here's what I've said forever, and I'm, I'm going to stay – and I was talking to some guys here out at practice today. To me, exhibition games only count when you lose. They don't count when you win. Right, right. When you lose, it counts. And oh, my God. Right, that's the worst. It, it really, it, when when it, you win, well, you should have right, won. Right, you should have won. They weren't were playing there. Right. And then still in the blood blanks. What I want to see, like I said, is to come out healthy and for guys to get their work in, getting some, you know, some snaps under their belt and right. doing stuff. Now, uh, saying that, Mental mistakes still kill me, no matter if it's an exhibition game, regular game, or whatever. And I'm a firm believer in winning players make winning plays. Okay? Well, I don't disagree with that. David Blau, that fumble is why you lose games. Now, he may not even be on the field this year. Hopefully, he will never have to be on the field. But if he is, you got to make winning plays and in that situation where one time I left, you're at 203, pretty much you can run the clock out. They had one time I left, I think. If you just hold on to the ball, to me, those mental mistakes tell me when I'm making my 53-man roster up if I want you on my team. As much as I like David Blau, and you know that, I can't really disagree with you at all. I don't know exactly what happened. At first I thought, you know, the first fact, you know, looking at the replays and all that, I thought maybe somebody brushed him, you know, and, and, and jostled the ball loose. But it doesn't look like that. He just it missed like it. He just missed the ball. He didn't. He just he missed didn't. the ball. And to me, look, if that, I don't care if it's training camp, preseason game, regular season game, playoff game, Super Bowl. The ball is gold. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. The first yeah. thing, the most important thing is, number one on the stamp, on the center stamp, don't fumble the ball. Don't, especially on first down. Whatever, any any down, down, but I mean, it's first down. The, it's gonna the two minute warning is going off after the play. Basically, right. all you have to do is hold the ball, and you've accomplished your goal. 
I mean, you can bounce if you want, but basically all you have to do is hold the ball and you've accomplished the goal. Get to the two-minute warning. And you can run a play. And, and the Lions are running the ball pretty pretty well. Not great, but right. pretty well. They're pretty consistent. Not a lot of, you know, missed, missed plays and, and lost yardage and all that. Even on the bad plays, they're getting two or three yards. And there's their chance to run out the clock. And you know what? Does it mean anything? Not really. But it gives your fans who are still in Kenny, they're still in there roaring away, maybe because it was a 6 o'clock start, not an 8 o'clock or whatever start. But they're still in there cheering. And just let them walk away and say, hey, dude, I, I, we're a little, this is a little different year, okay? Yeah. But no, yeah. it wasn't. Now, is it, I, the way I'm talking right now is, is completely con- contrary to what you said, you know, to, to, you know, to get all emotional. And I'm not getting emotional, but there is sort of an empathy, you know, for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what what you you know what, how you make them feel right. leaving your entertainment product right and and like I said guys who gave up the winning touchdown and the winning you know whatever they're not gonna be on the well, team too. those guys are gonna be on the team so I, you can't say this oh my god they just let them come down the field after that I'm just concentrating on mental plays and that the fumble is a mental play because I he, he took his I don't know how what he did but it's a mental play he's in the, this is his third year in the league now and. You know how I feel about the backup quarterback. Anybody that's heard a podcast here knows that I don't think they have a backup, and I don't think they really take the time out to care about it, which brings into my second subject, Mike. Well, I, dis- I disagree with the care about it. I don't think they care about it, Mike, right now. Can't I don't think they, they care, care about, about it right now because if they cared about it, you would put a challenge, a new person into that boil, blow, fold for this year. They didn't even attempt to bring another one in. So they didn't care about it. They 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 they're happily content with what they had at the moment. But looking at Desmond Ryder, I think he went in the second round. Am I right, Mike? Desmond Ritter, yeah. Yeah, I call him Ryder. Desmond Ritter. Went to the second Why round. Hold it, hold it, stop. Let's call him by his name, okay? Right. One rule. Hey, he don't play for the Lions. He don't play for the Lions, so he don't get. He don't get. He doesn't get by by total by total capacity of name calling. Anyway. Desmond Ryder. I was in Tennessee this Kenny, week. Kenny, it's Ritter. Desmond it's Ritter, Ritter. Desmond Ryder. I think he should change his name. I think he should change his name. I think Desmond Ryder is more Come of a quarterback's name. Okay, you know what? We'll change it to Larry Ritter. Right. Now, <laughs> the reason why um, you're going to do the call on this, and, I, and I'm telling everybody I was not at the game. I saw it later on tape. Sure. I was at the Tennessee Titan game. I was in Nashville this last week. And I saw Malik Willis up close. Okay. And he's worth a third rounder. Well, at the game. Okay, you're at the game. He's at the close. So he's worth a third rounder, and he's a better backup skill-wise right now. He might not be a better quarterback at the minute than Blau and and, um, Boyle, but he's a better backup all around right now than either of those two. And I'm looking at Josh Paschal, and I know it's not fair to do it now, but – you took a second-round guy who, as of right now, has helped you none. Don't know if he will. I don't know if the injury is he's going to be one of these guys that's always hurt or not. I know I'm being premature with this, and I hope he turns out to be a good player or a great player. I'm just saying, I think in the third round or second round, you could have addressed a backup quarterback situation, and they chose not to for whatever reason. I hope that does not come back to haunt them. Well, for, the, for whatever reason, Kenny, was that they had one of the worst defenses in the league last year. And they they had eight draft picks. They used six of them for the, on defense, two on offense. 
So that's for whatever reasons, because they had a terrible defense. They weren't going to win with it, and they addressed it by drafting for defense. Okay. Well, like I said, but you well, got to draft the guy that's going to help you now this year. Well, is it fair? Okay, that's a, okay. I'm going to ask but, you a question for, as a long – But, but, but Kenny, this injury came with, uh, for, for him – the guy you're talking about, Josh came after he after he'd been drafted. Well, no, 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 no. It's reoccurring from when he was drafted. He he had this injury last year and missed some time in Kentucky, and it reoccurred that little hernia or whatever they call it. He had had that problem last year, so I don't know what his physical was like at the combine or whatever. They gave him a clean bill of health, but he it's a recurring injury. That's why he finally had the surgery. So. It's a uh, recurring injury now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm look. I'm not going to get into that because I, like I said, I'm well, not going to get. You just did. But I'm just saying, even if he was healthy, okay. I, in the KB draft guide, I might have <laughs> took a quarterback. I can understand if he becomes a good player, and then I'll eat these right. words, and I, it, that might possibly be the case. But even if I eat the words on him as a player, and I have no doubt he's going to be a, if he's healthy, he can be a good player. He looked like. Even in the um, mini camp or whatever those workouts we saw, the OTAs yeah, we saw, yeah. he looked like he was a player. But in the long run, they're going to have to address this backup quarterback to, to start in quarterback situation eventually. And I, I, just, I just think that to me right now, they just status quo and it's not going to work unless they don't care if golf gets hurt this year. They don't think they can win anyway. And – they're putting the eggs in other baskets. That's the only thing I can see them saying. Well, if Gawker well, Hurst was not going to be good anyway, so what does it matter this year with a, taking a quarterback to develop? Because you'd have him – well, no, I don't agree with that because you would develop him for this year and years beyond. So, no, I don't agree with that, and I also don't agree with you saying that they don't care. I mean, why would they not care? Their jobs are at stake. That's, that, this is what they do. But they haven't – Tried to bring in anybody else to compete. It doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean they don't care. Well, when I say don't care, I mean don't care that the position needs an upgrade from what they have. That's what I'm saying. I think it. Well, I think it does. I well, really if you do. say they it. they think they might want to upgrade, then you got to bring somebody in to upgrade it. By staying status quo, you're saying we're fine where we are. I'm not arguing. I'm not disputing that that I would go a different way. I'm disputing that the I, they don't care part of it. Okay. Um, now. I want to ask you a question since you saw the game live and I only saw it on tape. Yes, I did. I saw is this it live. defense part of the problem when they get gashed by the run? And for the for what I'm asking is, I know that they had two running quarterbacks with the Falcons, so maybe the, that will skew it a little bit. And But the Lions got ran on last year, and it looks like the, that's continuing this year. A lot of people want to blame the linebackers, but can we look at the scheme, this two-linebacker on the field scheme? Maybe that Maybe that's the problem. Well, I think there's enough personnel there to stop it if you play it right. Uh, as Dan Campbell said, and this, I guess this sounds a little bit like excuse-making, but maybe it's just the reality of what happened was that you know, they didn't scheme at all for this for Atlanta, and, and nobody would for the first preseason game. First time they looked at him, I think, was was Friday morning at the walkthrough or something like that. But that still doesn't, just in terms of being athletic. And look, these guys have played a lot of football, or they wouldn't be in the National Football League. I think that's a concern the way they got run on. But when you look at the, but when you look at it though, what they got run on mostly was by the quarterbacks. That's what I said. Running backs. Exactly. That's what I said. Yes. I said and so when they go into when they go into their opening game against Jalen Hurts, and was it five five weeks from yesterday or mm-hmm. four weeks from yesterday? To me, that's a real concern, and you yeah. better find a way right. to get it straightened out. Now we'll see. And then we look. We'll see about the linebacker rotation and and who the inside linebackers are. One of the kids that we've talked about, Kenny, and that's Malcolm uh, Rodriguez from Oklahoma State. He's 
he's making a push to be one of the one of the starting eleven. That's not well. What does that say? But, what does that say? If a fifth round rookie is no, wait a minute, hold on. It could say we're that. Just, I mean, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you for your opinion. But I'm saying I could say that, or I can say that the position is so bad that a six round rookie is competing for a starting job. So is it that he is an overachiever as a six rounder, or your talent level is so bad at linebacker that a six rounder can start? Kenny, this is the point you're trying to make. That doesn't. No, I'm asking. I don't. I'm asking. Ask is it a? Is it that sometimes he's a good guys, player? Kenny, Kenny that, sometimes can, guys are drafted, and there's more to them than you saw in the draft. Okay, well that's what I'll, I'm I'll asking. That's example. what I'm asking you. You have heard of Tom Brady? No, that's but Tom Brady. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sixth round pick. Tom Brady didn't play for how many years? Play the second year. Okay, play the second year. That's what I'm saying. But for a sixth rounder to come in and start immediately over seasoned veterans, either he's that good <laughs> or we're weak at that position. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Which one is it? One of, I think. It's, I think it's. A, I think it's. A, I think it's a part of all of that. Okay. And now, one, thing, one thing. One thing about him. Hold on. The knock against him coming out of college was that he's 5'11", 230 pounds. Right. He's smart. Athletic hits, all that stuff, not big. Now, having said that, it was just 10 days ago, I believe, I watched on TV a guy named Sam Mills get inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame at 5'9", 230. Right. Okay? And a guy named Buster, uh, what's his name, for the Lions at 5'9", 230, couldn't make it. So it goes both ways. Buster. Buster That Buster guy came from, uh, Marinelli brought him from Arizona that played at Florida State with Ernie Sims. He was a third-round draft pick. I'm just saying, he was a 5'9 guy, too. I'm just saying. So sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't. Well, yeah, Buster the Davis. Dra- Buster the Davis. Dra- the Lions didn't draft him. They no, but I'm saying they got him. Though. I'm just telling you when you were given this 5'9 linebacker deal that, yeah, one of them went to the Hall of Fame, but then on the other end, there's a bunch of guys that never make it. So it's individual Should cases. Do you want me to go down the list of guys who were 6'2 and 6'3 and didn't make <laughs> no, it? No, I'm like, I'm going to get it. Do you want to shift gears? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You came back from Nashville <laughs> for one reason. I'm just saying. That is the only reason you're on this planet. I'm just asking the question because, look, you are my eyes and ears <laughs> to Friday Night's Game. I'm just well, asking the question. Now, well, you, don't have much, you don't have much going for you. Man. I got problems here. Now, this is where I do have problems. You are a problem. If the Lions blow another second-round pick, I don't ever want them to draft in the second round again because they've had a bad string of second-round picks the last few years by injury or whatever else. I want to know, is Levi Onzerike going to get on the field this year? Is he going to come up to that worst? Because I remember a press conference when he drafted him and all that cussing and stuff he was doing and yeah, all that I yakking, that. and I expect to see something out of him, and I haven't seen it yet. And I, well, I, if you interview him today, he's probably quiet as a church mouth. I think he played 16 or 17 games last year. I don't think he started any, so it's no. not like he didn't play – but he had an injury, a hip and right. Hip and they said he couldn't injury. stand up in the meetings. He had to stand up. He couldn't sit down. Okay, all that. He couldn't but sit if, down. if but, he's got but, the same injury again after one week of hitting, when they because he got hurt when they started hitting, right? Uh, I don't know exactly when it was. So but. you know, like, that's a problem. I, I want to see him on the field this year and playing. Right, you're right. No, right. I don't want to see him sitting on the bench. You know, accruing time served or right. whatever you want to call it, you know. And yeah, Josh Pascal, yeah. I want to see him on the field. That was a hernia or a soft tissue uh, sports hernia, whatever it was. And sports I, hernia. And I did see last week during the hard knocks, they had a show, the clip of the team was meeting, and he was in the room laughing with the rest of the guys. So evidently he's there. It's not like he's 
long term, it seems like hurt. Doesn't seem like it. No, yeah, it doesn't so seem like I expect it. to see him sometime this year too. Oh, I, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I, I, look, I, I don't know this, but I would think, you know, the way they've changed the rules on the physically unable to perform and all that, I, I'd be surprised. If he misses time, that it's a lot of time. I would think four games or something like that would be the max. But well, we'll, we'll see. And I'm not projecting that. Yeah, I'm really just saying not. that. I, I would accept know. that. I would accept that. I just think him between him and the first round pick uh, Williams, the wide receiver who you knew was going to miss time Jameson this year. Williams. Yeah. Did I say what did I say? Dave. Anyway, Williams. No, you said Williams. Okay, I said this Williams. Is his okay. last name. Um, they took a couple of players, as it looks like now. They didn't know the time, but they took one they knew. That was probably going to minimally help him this year, but his future pick. So I'm not going to go overboard. And I told you, I never go overboard on rookies because to me, the difference growth is between the first and second year. The second year players, as you can see with these second year players now, how much they've grown. That's that's when you get start getting your right. rewards out of a draft. Now Hutchinson, right. on the other hand, it looks like he's going to be able to make some plays right away. Am I right on that? I would not disagree with that. You know, I had I, look. I had questions about him as, as I do for every high draft pick, uh, but he he certainly. And I can't say he's going to solve everything in, in one game, but I like the way he plays. I like the way he talks. I like the way he acts. There's nothing about him I've seen that I don't like. Nothing. No, and I think he uh, he can be the leader of a defense. He's got a football mentality, I think. Right, and, and he, that and people gravitate to. On and off the field. Yes, right, that people absolutely. gravitate to, so I can see that. Like that, like that, like that Billy Jean. I mean, that was perfect. Right, yeah. And that's, yeah. What, what better way to break in with new teammates right. in your high draft pick right. and get down and, and get, it, get it on. Yeah. And, and That was good. Yeah, and um, like I said, I've been asking for two years as we've been doing these podcasts, who was the leader of the defense, who was the leader of the offense? We had a hard time saying I got a feeling by midseason we won't be asking that question on defense anymore because I think he's going to well, be the leader. I think it will. I think it takes a year or two for a young player to do that. But, yeah, but sometimes uh, they just come in and that's just all they got, and he has to take the the mantle right away. And I think by the right. se- middle of the season he's just going to have to take it. I mean, maybe he might not be ready for it. Maybe he'll have to learn a few things on the fly. But with his background of being a leader at the other places he's been and Nobody really able to step up and be unless they bring another guy in, unless somebody steps up. He's just got to take it. It's just got to be that way. Yeah. Now, yeah. other things that I want you to give me your opinion on. Uh, Jeff Akuda played a lot. What do you think of his yeah. performance? I thought he played okay. You know, one thing about him, I think he showed that. that I don't think there's any question about this, but just in case people uh, wondered, he has absolutely no uh, no hesitancy to get in there and mix it up. Now we'll see. When he started running and covering a little bit more, I think he had one. I think he got beat on one, one particular play there, uh, which is going to happen to defensive backs, by sure. the way. But uh, I, he has no compunction not and mix it up. Showed that in practice again today. So I would, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in the back of if, if in the back of his mind, sometimes you go, you might just think, should I accelerate? Am I ready for this? Uh, but we'll see. All you know, I want to form this year is to be a competent starter. Get on the field and get and seventeen play. games in. If he and can do that, yeah. and be competent, I, I, I'm not asking him to become the star shutdown guy this year. If it happens, fine. But be competent out there and play every game, or play most of them. You know, no big injuries will well, be a successful right. season. You know, one thing you know about defensive backs, it's the most injured position right. in right. football, and so. But he's got these non-contact injuries. That's why I think it was just a string of bad luck, and maybe that'll end for him. 
You yeah, know? We'll, we'll see. Because he got we'll hurt on that last one. That wasn't a, a getting run over injury or whatever. He just stepped and popped, you know. So Stepped and popped, yeah. 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 So hey, we got that. Run. Now, I get conflicting opinions about these two players, so you have to tell me. I look, know what I saw, and I saw some of the PFF grades afterward and some of the other things. Uh, Lean McNeil, tell me what you thought of him. And then Jared Davis, tell me what you thought of him. Lynn McNeil, I don't like the way they ran inside on the Detroit Lions. I think that's part of that's part of the. Uh, I don't know if we exactly call him a nose tackle, but he's the defensive tackle, and then he plays the middle. I think he's going to be good. I keep hearing you know what they like about him, but uh, you know it didn't seem to pan out in the opener. I'm not getting freaked out. Jared Davis, boy, they called a late hit on him on the quarterback. Yeah, wiped out. Yeah. That was a bad, bad call. call, and that would have been an interception, I believe, too. That was an interception by I think it was uh, uh, Chase, the kid from Arizona State. Was it Chase? I think so, Chase yeah. Chase Lucas, okay. Chase Lucas, I thought Bobby yeah. Price, but maybe uh... – I'm sorry, Bobby Price, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. It was Bobby Price. Right. Bobby Price, yeah, because, you know, I were interviewing Chase today, and I got it, got it confused. Sorry uh-huh. about that. Yeah, it was Bobby Price. I'm glad you, I'm glad you watched the, the replay. I watched the replay. Like, after uh, watching – I'm going to tell you another thing, too. After watching that replay and looking at – I saw Nashville and Baltimore live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're a little ways away. <laughs> Just a little, little way. Talent wise, as a team, I saw that Baltimore had a lot of talent, man. That Baltimore team had a lot of talent. They are, you know, there's something. <laughs> what do they won now? Twenty two straight. Yeah, and Nashville, uh, and the Nashville, and the Tennessee team has a lot of talent. <laughs> Just yeah. like, it was like there was a lot of talent out there. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. Even though he didn't play, I think uh, golf and Tannehill are the same guy. I think golf is better than Tannehill. One thing he's not, maybe not as mobile. Not as mobile. He's not better. as mobile. Tell you one thing, he's accurate. Yeah. Jerry Goff is, he is accurate. accurate. And he throws, accurate. like I said, he throws a catchable ball. He yes, throws he a catchable ball. Now, speaking of throwing a catchable ball, Devin Funches came out of nowhere. Yes, he did. He, yes, yes, he did. He had a, made a touchdown catch. I think he had three catches for nine yards or something like right. that. But, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a tight end. I don't know. He once we once had a fleet with maybe being called a wide receiver. He's a tight end in the Lions scheme. I don't know how much help he's going to be as a blocker. Probably uh, not, not much. Well, he's not very big. You know, he's what, right. six four two thirty three. Yeah, but it, like I said, he hasn't played tight end since Michigan, I believe. In a game, I know he transitioned uh, with Green Bay in that exhibition, but he was always once he left Michigan, he, he went to wide receiver and hadn't been back. But he could be a vital. You know, third tight end, wide receiver piece. You can line him outside. You can do things with him. Health has been his problem. If he can stay healthy, I, I don't, I don't, th- I think that's a good third, third, you know, a third tight end for you. Could be, you know, it's, it could be a, a, a contributor, you know. Yeah, a contributor. We're not asking him to come like in and we'll win the game. You know, you know, well, when you, you want, when you want, you're asking him when he comes in, make plays. Yeah, when you ask him to go to the Pro Bowl, and them, but if you be a contributor, you can make a good living. And Kenny, you don't have to ask him to go to the Pro Bowl. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Just scratch that off. Okay? <laughs> right. Um, let me see what else we got. Offensive line. I mean, we're not even going to talk about it because the first team offensive line was explosive, and everybody knew that was going to happen, and they did. I don't even want to see them the rest of the exhibition season. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing them. I wouldn't mind seeing them play a series every. Uh, Every preseason game, because after the you know after the after the Philadelphia, Philadelphia after the Pittsburgh game, they got two weeks before they play again. Okay. Do you want them? Do you want them sitting for three weeks while yes. playing? Yes, I do. Why? Because you got seventeen to play, and I'm, I don't have a problem in this new NFL. I don't have a problem. But if you play them against Indy this week, 
then I definitely don't want to see him anymore. This, that's another question I was going to ask you before I get to it later, but I want to ask you, is this second preseason game like the years before his third where the starters will play in the halftime and maybe come out after the half? And I'm just wondering how they're going to I, do I, that. I don't think so. You know why? Because it's, it's part of the combined workouts. And they'll, get, they'll get their work in, uh-huh. you know, on the practice field. Right. The, the game means nothing. Right. I mean, when I say nothing, it means nothing. It means nothing. nothing. That's what I'm saying. I don't care really, if they don't play at well, all. The combined the, the week that you when you're the combined practices, you're talking about thirty snaps a day, right? Offense versus defense, something like that. That's this, this is great work. This is better than the preseason game. So no, there is no need to play play your starters. Yeah, I want to see a couple of the defensive guys play. Like you said, I want to see Pascal, those guys. Like I want to see Akuda play some more, just for his to get reps because he's missed so much. But well, he'll get he'll starting get, offensive he'll get line. He'll, You'll get this two days in in, in, in in the combined practices. Yeah, but I want to see him play every, more. I want to I want I want him out about. there every chance I can get because I got to see. And if he's gonna break down, I need to know it now. So let me just get him out there. What are you gonna do? Work him till he breaks down? No, but say, okay, uh, I knew what was gonna happen. But after this week out, he's probably not gonna play the third. Nobody's playing the third game. So get some work in this week, and then you got three weeks off. Yeah. But um, he needs he needs reps, Mike. He's missed two years, basically. He needs reps. Well, he's, he's getting rep, rep, reps in practice right. against the Colts. And I want more reps. I want to get reps in okay. practice. I want to get reps in the game. And then I'm sitting for three weeks. And so then, what about what about Will Harris? Yeah, I've seen enough of Will. Will Harris has been in the league enough. He's been in the league a long time. Okuda hasn't played. He's been that's in the league I'm, three times. He's been in the league three years. Right, that's what I'm saying. But Okuda has – Will Harris has actually played those three years. Uh, Okuda hasn't. That's the difference. Right, I agree with that too. Yeah. Kuda's played ten games. Right, you got it in two years. You got to get him going. You know. Right, right. So, um, Harris has played forty-eight games, forty-nine do you, games. Do you think uh, golf will play this week? Would surprise me. Yeah, if his offensive line plays, he plays. It sounded like he wasn't going to play last week, and that was a um, description. I guess they he, at the last minute he, they decided to play him, but he wasn't. Well, no, no, he wasn't going to play. No, this is the way it goes. He wasn't going to play. And he was in block. He found out that the offensive line was going to play. He went to, he went to uh, Campbell. And he says, they play, I play. Those are my guys. When they play, I play. And and, and uh, Campbell said, okay, you're playing. Well, this, that brings up an interesting point, though. Does that mean that the plan was before that that he wasn't going to play any preseason games? I don't know. All I know is about the first one. Well, if you were going to play the first one, were you going to play the second one? Well, Matthew never played the first game. Well, Matthew, the last few years, probably didn't play at all. He played a series here, and that was it for the preseason. Okay. Yeah, that's, but this is a different coach. Know. This is a coaching staff. I don't know what their philosophy is on it. Well, I don't know exactly, but I know what happened. But I know the Rams, yeah. if it's by the GM, you know, the Rams don't play anybody in preseason. You know, Stafford yeah. doesn't play in preseason. Uh, I don't even know if golf played the last year he was there in preseason. I don't think uh, McVay plays any starters. Any of the good let's, ones. Kenny, let's move on. I'm just asking how they're going to play. That's Can all I'm going to say. Move on. Ask, why, why you got, a, on a you got something against the preseason here? Well, let's go. You know, let's get on the phone to North Dakota State and see how they handled Lance right. out there. Okay. All right. And the last thing, okay. the last group. Forget about you. Last group I'm talking about. Did you talk about Jared Davis yet? Besides, was he up or down? I know you talked about the play. I, 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 you know, I got I got sidetracked by this foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jared Davis, I made the one thing that he got really, he got a bad call on that on the roughing the, the quarterback. It was not roughing the quarterback. It wasn't anything. It was just Besides that, how play. did they play him? 
I thought he played pretty well. I really did. Did they yeah. play him in a different yeah. role than he used to play him, like uh, just like being a missile out there or whatever, or was he actually had to cover and do all the linebacker stuff? I'm not sure about the coverage part at all, but he was very, he was very, very active. He was aggressive. Look, he was Jared Davis. You know, I, I, look, I have, after watching him play Friday night, I have more, I wouldn't say hope, but more, I feel stronger about him making the roster than I did before I saw him play. That's and all. is that by basis of his play or by the bad play of others? No, by basis by I'm, I'm evaluating by his play, yeah. Okay. Right. But 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 still in practice you keep seeing the rotation is 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 Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, uh, Derek Bar- Derek Barnes and and uh, Alizoni Alex Alizone Alizoni Alizone yeah. those are the three. Okay. Right. And I, I haven't seen anything that's going to change that anytime soon. Nah. Yeah, I'm talking about the inside right. position. Those three. Yeah. Last thing I saw that I wanted to comment on was. I thought that touchdown run by DeAndre Swift was pure DeAndre Swift. Well, it was a heck of a play, too. That's really what I'm was. saying, pure DeAndre good block Swift. In there. Can you keep it? And he does look bigger by on camera than me. He just looks thicker. Yeah, he looks thicker. thicker. But if he can stay healthy and have that, because that was a split cut, go around, make it to the corner of the end zone, get bumped, still get up touchdown. If that goes in, that offense, and they DJ talk, I don't even did he I don't even know if he got a ball this weekend. Your best receiver or second oh, best Chark? receiver, yeah, Chuck didn't even get a ball. Am I gonna get a name right today? Am I gonna get one name right today? Is this what this <laughs> is with me today? Not on the first try. Evidently, not on the first try. Anyway, Chark, he I don't think he caught a ball the other night. If he did, he might have caught one. I'm well, not I don't, sure. I don't think he I don't think he had a target either. Right, he had a target. Good. But I'm saying they, they really didn't even get to that part of the offense and Hawkinson didn't play. And that offense they ran out there Friday night is with score points, even without those, without those, you know, two. No, really I would involved. agree with that. But no, when I they are play. involved, they're gonna score yeah. some points. If they stay healthy, they're gonna score some points. I'll tell you one one guy who's underrated, who's been underrated even for what he did as a rookie, and that's uh, St. Brown, Amon Rock St. Right. Brown. He is even he is even better, better now than he was as a rookie. That is a terrific, terrific football player, and the way he's built. Look at his build. He doesn't look like a guy who's going to pick up injuries either. No. But he is a tremendous football player. This is going to be some contract negotiation when he comes out doing Oh, Mike, he's just a second year guy. You already got a contract yes, negotiation yeah, yeah. going. Jeez. No, I'm just, no, Can I'm he just make it through no. the second year? No, I'm not. No, I'm not putting, I don't mean it exactly that way. I just mean this is a, this is one of the guys. Who's well, like I said, I want to see him get better, and that to me is coaching. And he, because yeah. I don't think of the Patricia. I saw one player get better from the time that he got here. No, I agree with you. I, I want to see you. players get better by coaching, so that's what I'm looking forward to. No, but I, but but this kid St. Brown, this is a, really a ball player. All right. You so, could put him anywhere on that field. He just knows how to play football. Okay. Well, that's a rubber for this week. I'm not going to get any deeper. Uh, any thoughts on the – Drive to Indy. I know you guys are going down there to watch the practices. Uh, yeah, any... Tim Twentyman and I. He does the driving. I do the nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, going down tomorrow. Coming back uh, Saturday, right after the game, and we'll see. I think it's I, look. This is a really good test. They're going to see a, a terrific running back in Jonathan Taylor if, if he plays, but they're going to see him in practice. So that's right. It's too bad the fans can't be at practice because that's where I think mm-hmm. you know, you'll really see the real work. Today among the among among the you know the the, the ones versus ones that's mm-hmm. what you'll, that's what you'll see. Now look, they're gonna have be, there's gonna be eleven players from each field on the game mm-hmm. on the field I should say. 
you know, when the game's going on. But the, I think the real good stuff is going to be in practice. Mm. Well, you'll see Matt Ryan in the new uniform for the first time, too. So, And it seems like they play Matt Ryan every year for the last 20 years, it seems like. I can remember so many games Detroit against Matt Ryan with Atlanta. So. Opening day of 2000. Yeah, I mean, just it just seems like they played him. Matter, he threw a touchdown pass on his first pass, if you remember that game. Something that like was that. the 0 16 yeah. season. Yeah. We know, yeah. Know. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, so we'll look forward to that and we'll talk next week. Any other closing thoughts about inside the game, outside the game, things that are. Uh... Well, you know what? For a game that didn't matter, we did an awful lot of talking about yes, it. Yes, we did. You know what? You know what? It's good talking about football. That's really. right. Like I said, no injuries means that it was a successful preseason game. So right. I agree with you. Let's have that this week. And. Uh, no Deshaun Watson update from last week. Uh, that should be coming probably as soon as we hang up this podcast. It's going to happen. You but know that what? Should be coming. The National Football League for all the commotion that Deshaun Watson has has, has uh, com- uh, uh, committed or whatever contributed. I mean, wait a little. You know what? Wait a one minute before kickoff on opening <laughs> day. You know, and say, you know what? Should have thought of that. I tell you one thing. That- way he played looked like he hadn't played in a while and if he gets suspended for the season that'll be like two years without him playing a game i hope you get your 245 million out of that because like i said you, you can't make up not playing you gotta play the game if you're a quarterback well you can but maybe we talked about this once before ken roger Staubach was on a football for six years and military obligation came out pretty good made the hall of fame so. yeah but let's just think of how good he could have been mike he was great. <laughs> How good could he have been? Forget about what he ended up being. How good could he have been? I tell you what, he's the most underrated great quarterback in history. I don't think he's underrated. I think he, everybody talks about him. He's a great quarterback. Look, he's got the, he's got everything everybody needs the, the day. He's got rings. He's got he was on America's team. Everybody knew him. It was just that it was a great it was a great age of quarterbacks then, and he was with them. He didn't stand above them. But it was remember there was no. a lot of good quarterbacks back then. Right, he was. Uh, yeah, I think he. Was, Estimated six hundred million dollars, something like that. But good for him. He did what? Oh yeah, he's he's wealthy. Yeah, he went into business and oh yeah, I like yeah. him better now. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I knew, I knew you would. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I like him better. <laughs> All right, Mike. That's it for the Caden podcast this week. We'll recap Indy next week and definitely won't be talking about the third preseason game because I know nothing's happening there. But we'll just talk about who's going to make this roster and who's not. Hey, and Dominic Sue's still out there. That's what I wanted to bring up before we go. If you need a tackle, 35-year-old tackle, he's well, there. You know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Sioux fan. He's going to really want am. money, though. But yeah. something to look at. If they can't stop the run any better in this next week and some of these guys are not back from injury, I'm sure he's not going to sign with Detroit because he probably wants to go to a team that's going to compete. Why come to a team Correct. that won't compete? But, but, you know, Sue's his first priority is to that green. So money always talks with him. Well, I'd like to see him get re-signed by the Rams and get reunited with Matthew Stafford. Oh, those love I don't even think I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. everybody. I'll talk to you next week. That's the Canadian Podcast. Kim Brown, Michael Harris. See you next week.